Blog Talk Radio. Lardy Miss Clardy. Lardy Miss Clardy. All right, welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Show for Saturday, May 23rd, 2009. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and your co-host is Brother Blondie. We're coming at you live and fresh with fresh news and updates here, right here in Memphis, Ohio, every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the place to be to get heard and to hear what's going on on the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show. Do you have an issue? Do you want to have something to say about it? Call us and get on the line and say something. We want to introduce you to some new information that we have uh, researched on for this day uh, that we are on the radio. We got some interesting just about it, and if you feel as though you are uh, wanting to call in and give a comment, give your view about it, be sure to do so. You can add the call-in number of 347-884-8684. Now, we want to share your information so as you share with us what we want to tell about. And we hope join in on these discussions and and bring your views so that we that people can find out about anything that they need awareness in in any place that is uh, your community important and so there they you have the right stand up you have the right to speak up and speak out. It's your right to have justice where justice is denied. Victims that are being lied on and lied to have a stand. Contact us by email at www.familiesandvictims.com or brotherblondie at hotmail.com. Stay tuned for more. Now, I want to be spoke to this commercial or to this break. I, I'm going to uh, pose a question to you. Do you believe that cancer research for a cure is a fraud? After we read this report about a family that has left the country to be in hiding, supposedly to protect their child from chemotherapy that was not cured, um, they have sought in another country for other alternatives for cancer cure. We'll be right back. And if you've got anything to say about that, get on the line. Three four seven four eight six eight four. We'll be right back.
Now, we're sorry for that, but here's the music. We're sorry for that delay. I'm 
Well, all right, we are back right here on the Lardy Miss Clark Blog Talk Radio Show, and I am Lardy Miss Clarty. I'm going to allow the Blondie to take over right now and tell you about that song before we get into the debate on do you believe that cancer research or cure is a fraud? Well, good evening, everybody, and uh Welcome to the Lottie Miss Quality Blog Talk Radio Show. I'm your co-host, Brother Blondie. You just finished hearing from Kim, and I'm into you. He's part of the new Motown as Motown celebrates a major milestone uh, this year, Lottie Miss Quality. This is their 50th year. Now, that is something to talk about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. so, you know, 50 years of Motown, and, you, you know, we play in the new Motown as as uh, well as your uh, Motown uh, legends, but you you know to be before we get to the uh, cancer thing and stuff, I want to share you know just just for just for a couple minutes a very interesting story that involves Martin Luther King Jr.'s children. Okay, let's get yes, busy. I, I mean, I'm you're always about up to kids connect. gone wild and whatever happened to free at last. Uh, Steven Spielberg is having second thoughts about producing a movie about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. because his children won't stop fighting. And there's been a contract dispute between Martin III, Bernice, and uh, Dexter over an agreement. Now, Martin Luther III and Bernice aren't angry at Steven Spielberg, per se, for wanting to uh, do a movie, but they're upset that their uh, brother Dexter who's the chief executive of the King Estate, finalized a movie deal with DreamWorks all by himself. And he uh, should have con- uh, consulted uh, with his brother and sister. You know, I think he should have. I, you mean, know, well, yeah. I mean, they're supposed to be together. But I, don't, but I, I think this type of story is kind of blown out of proportion. I, I, I think at some point uh, all three of them are going to kiss, hug, and make up. And you know this this, this movie is going to uh, uh, happen because you know at the end of the day we are uh, talking about a legendary civil rights leader who uh, gave up his life to uh, make sure it's an easier path for today's uh, African Americans to uh, go by, such as like Barack Obama. Okay, if you want to put it like that, I would say a little bit different because if Steven Spielberg is saying that he ain't going to let no movie happen if they don't find unity amongst themselves, you know, because they have to give the example of what their father had did. And if they're not portraying that, then, you know, doing the movie will be a a lie, you know. I mean, because dad and mom didn't die for them chaos. I mean, yeah, I, I, I understand that, and and I'm and I'm sure that it's really not big of a chaos like like you you know the media wants to uh, portray it. Now I do agree that Dexter should have uh, c- consulted his uh, uh, brother and his uh, uh, sister, but I don't think that this is the type of sibling rivalry that's going to go on for years and years and uh, uh, stretch things out. This is the type of uh, uh, sibling rivalry argument that's. You 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 know they they are gonna have a talk over dinner and you 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 know discuss you know what Dexter did and, and you know they all gonna come down to 
to to a simple conclusion where it's it's an agreement and and you know the situation is a win win. Well, let's hope that's exactly what it will be. You know, stay tuned, everybody, because we know we will find out if they have not gotten it together and they still in chaos. So until then, we we have got our fingers crossed that they'll come to an agreement and have that movie ran so that we all can have inspiration because God knows we do need inspiration about now. Oh, yes. And, uh, you, 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 you know, uh, be, before we get to the, uh, uh, our, our issue on the, uh, uh, cancer thing, due, uh, due to the, uh, emotional con, uh, uh, content of this, uh, story, you know, to the listeners who call in, uh, 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 there is a parental advisory uh, uh, warning, uh, so you know the adults who's in this situation who understands what the uh, Lardy Miss Clardy is about to uh, uh, give us. Uh, feel free to uh, call in at our uh, uh, number three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. Once again, that's three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. Well, definitely this is what you would call a mature audience. We definitely have that. This is a mature audience. So anybody that gets on here, whatever they hear is here. Beware, parents. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I agree. Well, I want to go back to do you believe that cancer research for a cure is a fraud? And I said before, after this article to you, um, what I have discovered is that he has left the country to go into hiding to protect a child from chemotherapy, which that parent don't believe there's a proven cure. And so therefore, they are looking for other alternatives for their child's cancer. So I am going to read this story, which is coming out of the Columbus Dispatch, Home the Nation, and the World, Minnesota fight, cancer fight, excuse me. And it says here, um, it is where it's coming from, the Sleepy Eye, Minnesota. And what's being said here is that the lead investigator in the disappearance of a 13-year-old cancer patient Daniel Hauser and his mother directly appealed to her yesterday to come back. Hoffman said the boy has been entered into the database of the National Missing and Exploited Children's Network and that his office has been receiving tips from across the state and nation. Now, last night, the, the authorities said Ms. Hauser and Daniel were seen as recently as Tuesday morning in Southern California and might be headed to Mexico to seek treatment for Daniel Hopkins' lymphoma, and the Associated Press reported this. Now, Daniel's father says, and his name is Anthony, he said earlier that he thinks his son and wife left the country, but he wouldn't say where they might have gone. The mother and son fled to keep the boy from being forced to undergo the chemotherapy that doctors think 
is his only hope to survive. Now, Ms. Hauser had testified that she treated Daniel's cancer with herbal supplements, vitamins, ionized water, and other natural alternatives. In court on Tuesday, Mr. Hauser testified that his wife does not have a credit card and he doesn't think she took checks from the family checkbook. And then we go further and hear Mr. Hauser say yesterday he thinks his wife made a spur-of-the-moment decision to go into hiding after family doctors said Daniel needed to follow a rigid protocol of chemotherapy. It is also said that they might be with a man named Billy Joe Best, who appeared at a news conference in early May in support of the Hauser. Best said this afternoon, according to this article, that he has been Boston and that the Hausers aren't with him. He is also saying, I don't know they are. I don't know where they are, he's saying. And we're saying best is the same thing. They could be in Canada or Mexico getting treatment. This is really sad when the, when they run you out of the country to get the treatment you need. A judge has issued a warrant for Ms. Hauser and ordered that Daniel be placed in a foster home and be sent for an immediate examination by an oncologist. Now, my question would be this. Uh, well, even though I pose the question as, do you believe that cancer research for a cure is a fraud? Because, you know, it's been years and years that not yet found a cure for whatever cancer that there is that you've got to undergo chemotherapy for. And yet, um, you got people like the Housers, uh, you know, wanting to seek more, more natural uh, uh, remedies uh, that could get rid of the cancer, and that you got the judge that is that is issued a order to find the woman or get the woman to put her in jail, and then put her son into a foster care. Now, how much more damage does that do? to a family that feel that they do not have faith that chemotherapy would be the answer to cure their son's cancer? Well, I, I mean, not so much of, you you, you know, the fear and, uh, you, you know, in terms of their uh, son's health, but, you know, you, you also have to keep in mind, as you pointed out, uh, Lardy, Miss Clardy, you, you know, years and years of, medical research and, and you know every once in a while you you may hear uh uh Charlie Gibson or uh, uh the the lady from uh, uh CBS News uh-huh. uh uh talking about uh you, you know they're so close I mean you 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 hear that they're so close to a care and uh, you know years later I'm, I'm like well what happened to that so close Close. Do they be saying, "Oh, we so close," just so as as a uh, talk to get uh, more money? I mean, that is a question that is posed. What do you think out there, those listeners out there? What you think? 
And then not only not only that, as as far as the all uh, alternatives, the reason why the judges is getting involved, you you know, in terms of uh, 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 Colleen about uh, you know the alternative drugs or alternative uh, remedies for you, you know uh, a illness, a specific illness, mm-hmm. is be, because it's cheap. I mean, they they want you to when when you go to Kroger's and get your uh, medication, they they want you to go to the pharmacist and uh, uh, pay for that care. They don't want you to go in the uh, fruit section, the vegetable section. You know, see what type of uh, common care and uh, uh, all that type of uh, stuff. And you know, for for the last few years, uh, Kevin Trudeau has uh came out with a couple natural cures books and uh you you know I'm m- me and my mom my aunt you 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 know we a few that I have uh, found to be very helpful yeah. in 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 my sicknesses yeah and uh you know but people the medical profession doesn't like uh uh Kevin Trudeau Lardy Miss Cardi one of the things what made his natural cures uh, controversy was that he was arrested a few years ago for admitting on the air you you know a cure for a disease called scurvy uh-huh. and and you you know doctors spend you know hours and research money money after money you you, you know research for this cure for this disease called scurvy right so when so when Kevin Trudeau came with the perfect uh, cure for the disease scurvy, it turns out to be something as simple as an orange. Right. And you know what? And being that it's just as simple as that, we know that medication that's uh, given from pharmacists and different things is not all natural. Right. And we do know before they came up with this ideal, so to administer uh, medicine, pills, and all of that stuff to uh, the citizens of the United States, I can say that for everybody, you know, all over the globe, um, th- th- there were natural herbs from the earth that did wonders for different sicknesses, for various sicknesses. Yeah. So, you know, with that, we know that those natural cures are out there. And uh, one uh, quick point, uh, Lardy, Miss Cardi, just uh, just a couple weeks ago, a uh, new, news report which supports Kevin Trudeau's weight loss cure book, they've already taken hydroxycut, a very popular diet pill, off uh, off the shelves of, 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 CV, of all the CVS and Walgreens uh, uh, pharmacies. So when, whenever... A very popular uh, drug that's advertised on TV, and then you hear news reports about being taken off the uh, shelves. You, you, you know that uh, uh, that that support uh, Miss Miss Colleen's calls. You, you know even more that you. And I'm not saying all doctors are quacks. There, there, there are a lot of excellent uh, doctors out uh, out there. But the real good doctors out there know that there shouldn't be. If there's an alternative, you know, let, let let the alternative do the thing. Well, 
And for those that know they have that right to do another alternative other than chemotherapy of what they are stressing in this article that, you know, he needs to be on this rigid program. If this lady has found another way to cure that without him having to go through all of that, um, then so be it if it will be less in money. You know, but to take someone's kid, the system, to not understand, you know, that as being a parent, you have to make certain choices, especially if you know what's good for that child. Because if she's saying that she's used natural before, obviously these remedies had helped. Yeah. And that you know they're 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 definitely not 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 paying attention to that. Yeah, I mean, and and, and, and you know, and to Miss uh, Colleen Hauser, I mean, uh, my, my my hat goes off uh, to her. You know, and and, and you know, personally, Lordy Miss Cardi, I don't I don't trust doctors. I mean, and before every every there are good doctors that are out here. They're a good doctor. And every doctor is not bad. So we we we, we need them because they're here. And you got some that will administer their natural remedies. It's just like lawyer. You have to really research to find the right doctors to
you know, unless it's a life-threatening situation here. I mean, we don't know the whole story, but the whole idea is to bring up, do you believe that cancer research for a cure is a fraud? If chemotherapy is caused another uh, uh, human being to uh, doubt, like, for instance, right here where it talks about best, which is a, a Boston resident. He had ran away from home at the age of 16 after chemotherapy treatments and returned home after his parent promised not to make him continue. Now, this is a teenager that obviously felt that chemotherapy was not good for him and it was doing something to him. But even at the age that he was at the time, he's not even legal to be able to make his own decision. But yet he ran away. So, but what makes it different that the judge is issuing that warrant and, and to get her, her back here to, and, and then put the kid into foster care, you know, that's like, you know, a I don't know. I guess to me it's like under lock and key, you don't got no right to move, you know. But yet, Best, who was 16 at the time, ran away. I don't I don't get it. I mean, uh, well, what I what I don't get, though, uh, Lardy, Ms. Clardian, this, this situation sort of hits close to home in, in my part. Uh, you, you, you know, because cancer does run run in my family, both my, my mom's side and, and and my dad's side. My 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 dad lost his father in uh, uh, April of of 1993 to uh, cancer. He lost his brother two two months later of mm-hmm. uh, uh, cancer. My 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 mom lost her father uh, on in August of 2000 on his 75th birthday to cancer, as as well as uh my my grandmother uh my my mom's uh mother she lost her battle to cancer in 2002 on her uh, uh 75th birthday but the point i'm trying to get at uh with you know my family situation is they've all turned down uh you you know the option of of chemo uh therapy and as as a result of them uh, re- refusing to take chemotherapy they actually lived a little bit longer uh, than than expected. Oh, so you are saying that there may not be a cure, but there are substantial uh, 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 thoughts on that it can help you live longer. Well, the thing is, what what medical uh, doctors use, you saying the importance of chemotherapy. And a lot of people use this, you know, to give a scare or make uh, regular folks extra motivated. Whenever there's a celebrity success story of a disease, sometimes the judicial system as well as the doctors will go along with it. In in, in the case of, of of chemotherapy, you 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 know it it will get rid of the cancer and all that. Well, they're saying, well, it worked for Mr. T. Remember, he, he, he pitied the fool. So if it cares him, it should care you. Well, 
what we are, what we're going to do at this time is we're going to take another break and we're going to re- reconvene this. And you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna add a, a small twin on to that 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 last piece of comment that was used. And let's just let's just let's just think on what we just talked about. If you have any comments, please call in at the call in number three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four again. Three 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 seven three four. Excuse me. Eight eight four eight six eight four. We'll be right back. Everybody would be down in the swimming when it was dark. Somebody gotta be there when it gets ugly. 
Somebody does got uh, uh, got to do it. Yeah, you're uh, right I mean, about that. Uh, this, uh, you, you know, I wanted to play this uh, particular cut in this particular group because, you know, in today's music, there are no more bands left, and this is the only R&B and rap group left that is an actual band, as uh, well as 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 well as the uh, message uh, uh, that they're saying. This uh, relates a lot of stuff that you and I do or Barack Obama do uh, in terms of working within the grassroots. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, we're just giving you a straight grassroots uh, m- m- material. Any uh, news that you want to give out, Lardy, Miss Clardy? Uh, yeah, a little later. I want to get back on Do You Believe That Cancer Research for a Cure is a Fraud, especially when it comes to that chemotherapy uh, deal and where that this lady or the mother of this child has left the country because she feels that she is being forced to do chemotherapy, which she is saying that she has used all types of natural um, remedies, such as, uh, let's see here, let me make sure I did this right, such as herbal supplements, vitamins, ionized water, and other natural alternatives. I want to know, you know, obviously these things must have worked, but because he has this, what is it, lymphoma lymphoma cancer, I think that's what that is. Right, in fact... That's the type of cancer, Lardy Miss Clardy, that took the life of uh, former Heat of the Heat of the Night star Howard Rollins back in 1996. But go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, that's good. That's good reference. Yeah. And and uh, well, we don't know, you know, if it was him not going or him not using natural remedies or I don't know what the problem could have been. But I do know that this parent. This mother feels that she doesn't trust or believe that this type of therapy that we use will cure her son, and that she went clear this country to find other alternatives for her son's cancer to cure it. Now, and the other part of it that bothers me is that a judge has issued a warrant for the mother. And ordered that the child, Daniel, be placed in foster in a foster home. And to be sent for an immediate examination by an oncologist. You know I, I don't I, I don't know the whole story. I know that I'm reading what I'm reading here in this article, but what it seems to me is that the the judicial system who is now involved 
does find her as being a uh, unfit mom, and that and, and, and is creating another another issue. Now they're going to separate the child from the mother based on her not being a fit mother, so that they can get an examination done to come up with what they think is best for that child. And to me, and if there's anybody out there listening, to me, how does the the judicial system knows what's best for a parent's child, let alone them not living with that family to see what was good for that child or not. I, I am lost. Really, I am. This is why well, I'm I, well, asking. Well, actually, I'm, I'm not, and, and, and I'm going to uh, speak this out on this. It, it, to the to the judges who, you know, making that court order, there's no way in hell you can uh, judge uh, what someone's going through and, and you know, what what type of remedy they uh, uh, go, go through. And, and I'm going to tell you something, uh, Lardy and Ms. Hardy. My, my, my family and I, we use homemade remedies for for our illnesses all the time, time like 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 when I uh, when I get a get a stuffy nose, you you you, you know type of cold where I feel uh, weak and all uh, all that type of stuff. I don't use no Theraflu or Vicks Formula Forty Four. What I use, I use me a a a a cup of hot water. And I and I mix it with salt and sugar. It tastes nasty as hell, but guess what? It it it, it, it works. And it, it does work. And I, I definitely have found that out too. You know, I mean, I found that out that it does work. And uh, I, you know, it brings me to you know the second part about how our judicial systems are being used to determine. Uh, you know the misfortunes and the mis, uh, you know the just the misfortunes of the parent, or, or saying that they're not fit parent for parents to raise their kids or to make uh, uh, intelligent judgments for their children. I mean, we know that there are plenty of parents that are out there that don't make good judgments for their children. But it has not been demarcated yet on what's abuse, whether it is, according to this article, uh, an abuse of, of of not of not of not administering, you know, hospital help for their child or whatever medical help. But they haven't demarcated the difference between what's abuse and what's not, and it would seem as though that. To some degree, degree, that there should be some right of the parent until there is shown that the parent is clearly, totally out of whack mentally to do what's right for that child. It is then that they should come in. But, but I think that as a as a person to have judgment, I will wait to see if the lady can get an all, a better alternative than what was given. Maybe they don't know what she knows. And not only they don't know what, what she knows, Lardy, Miss Clardy, but you of all people, 
knows what the judicial system is like is uh, in terms of trying to tell you what is best for your children. And I don't think they uh, uh, they should they should have that uh, right. There 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 are other natural remedies for you know uh, uh, certain cures. And I'll give you one more quick quick example, Lardy Miss Cardi. Uh, uh, my, my my aunt and and my mom both suffered acid reflux disease for more than 25 years. And you know the doctors would prescribe Zantax or Pepsi AC. And you see it on on TV commercials, and they run to the uh, store and get it. Well, they didn't do that. What they did was take two simple tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, and boom, it's gone. It was over. They, they, well, in fact, they ain't had acid reflux disease in three years. And you're absolutely right. Like I said before, there are natural remedies. Some of us may be lazy and use those things. I don't know. But they are out there that can do better than medicine from a doctor. Right. And I, I, I want to also say, you know, in thinking about this, about this uh, mom, how she must feel, you know, from, 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 from what she's going through with the judicial system to want to take her kid away and we not know what really what really for because the article doesn't really explain in depth why the judge issued that warrant. But what is it that that mother may feel? And how do any mom feel that's, that is doing the right thing or feel they're doing the right thing for their child or children, and yet the judicial system has the last say-so because somebody can go to court and say anything about you and that it would affect your whole life after then. And so I found this uh, uh, this, 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 this article again that came from Bill Ronnett who's a state-licensed psychotherapist, okay, who talks about coping with false abuse accusations in American court system victimization. Now, again, we don't know all of the facts, but I can just about understand how that parent must feel that all of this is going on in spite of her, you know, her deep uh her deep mother is thinks has kicked in to take her child clear to another country to get another alternative to be forced for her baby to be well he ain't no baby he's a teenager to to have chemotherapy and and how she might feel about that is she scared is she you know does she care you know I, and I, I and this is the other parents that are out there that have to deal with the ideal that the courts have the last say so and well i have a little answer to uh, that a lot of that lordy miss carly has to do with sometimes the environment that that you live in now being that these this family do you you know they're 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 farmers so they 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 live in an agriculture uh society yes. which will expose them more into you, you you know finding natural cure uh uh, uh remedies something that someone in 
in in in the inner city or even the burbs wouldn't even wouldn't even uh, uh, think of. But the bottom line in terms of terms of uh, natural cures, the the doctors doesn't have a problem with natural cures unless they're uh, prescribed. Now, if you if you uh, have a a natural cure, but it's so cheap that that you can go to Family Dollar or Dollar General or or, or Kroger's or those type of stores to uh, uh, get it. That's when uh, that's when all, all of a sudden, uh, uh, Lardy Miss Clardy, they do not want you to uh, uh, take uh, you you know any uh, net natural cure uh, remedies be, because it's, it's it's so cheap and so e- easy to get that is that it takes a big dent out of out of the uh uh doctors uh pockets and, and you know cancer research and all type of uh uh d- disease research that's that that's out there and, and and let me give you one uh more more example uh Lardy Miss Clardy that uh that you you know it exposes you you know the types of the uh fraudulent uh situation of of you know uh the the medical uh profession now, as you know, every Labor Day, Jerry Lewis has a telethon to raise money to find a research for the disease muscular uh, dystrophy. Now, Jerry's, uh, Jerry Lewis' uh, telethon made his debut on Labor Day in 1966. Now, so far, after 43 consecutive telethons of, of, of donations uh, being in seven figures, their largest amount of donations was in 1976, when he finally reunited with Dean Martin, there's still no cure for muscular dystrophy. Okay, but we want to stay on about the cure for cancer. Now, is muscular dystrophy or whatever it's called is a is a type of cancer? You know, I don't. I, I think I mean, that's got the, something right, to right, do. Right, right, uh, right, I think we should. Of, right, right I think we should was, stay. So I was tying into the. Uh, uh, cancer thing. I'm tying it in in terms in terms of how a a, a lot of medical professionals uh, do want to raise money year after year after year for for research for to find a, a cure mm-hmm. as a as opposed to some parent or or you know uh, some some type of patient looking for a natural cure. Okay, well, we'll talk about that when we get right back, and we're going to take another break here, and we'll uh, we'll take and uh, do a reflection on it. And if you have anything to say, if you're out there and you hear us talking, get on the line and give us your view at three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. Again, if you've got anything you want to say about this uh, communication. Whatever you want to do in view, just call in, 347-884-8684. When I broke for the street, who else could it be? I'm killed. 
case explodes. My thoughts were drunken from court to beers. Was years back before I said would explore career rap as a music dude. I mastered this Rubik's Cube. Godzilla fought my dancer with eyes glued to the tube. Was a long time ago. John Boy Ice, Geronimo, Polite, jumping out Chrysler's easy wider paper. Pops puffing his chest, punching his chest like a gorilla. Outside with psychos, killers, so divine goon and tungo. Little turkey, R.I.P. Tyrone, remember no curse in front of Miss Percy. Big Percy, crazy, Paul the sled sisters. My building was 4016, once in the blue, always was clean. I knew all that I've seen had meant something. Learned early to fear none, little novels hunting, living carefree, laughing. Got jokes on the daily, y'all acting like some old folks, y'all don't hear me. Yo, I'm in my second childhood. I'm broke for the street. Who else could it be? NAS. Uh, we we want to get back to the uh, uh, judicial 
system uh, side of, you know, the cancer research and is it, uh, you know, is it legit? Is it, is it for for real? And 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 a lot of one of the things that I want to want to address, I want to personally say you, you you know thank you very much, Marty Miss Clardy, for you you, you know uh, want, uh, uh, let me uh, do a story on the uh, uh, cancer uh, uh, re- uh, research type thing. There 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 are a lot of shows we uh, do on. Uh, Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio show that yours truly, Brother Blondie, cannot personally uh, relate to, but I can personally re, re, relate to this type of situation because cancer does run in my family. Uh, yeah, uh, many of us have cancer. Uh, uh, you for, know, uh, f- fortunately, uh, we haven't had anyone as young as thirteen with uh, cancer, but. A lot of my family who did die from cancer, they did live longer uh, simply because they did refuse uh, chemotherapy, and uh, that's... that's, They used a natural remedy for it. Is that what you're saying? Yes, and that's why I I do take the side of of, uh, Colleen Hauser, because if if it wasn't for natural remedies, I I think my grandfather, Earl Horton, would have... uh, Die sooner, and instead of you know letting the Lord help him at least make it to his seventy fifth birthday and then pass away. Well, you know, I myself had always questioned, you know, all of these types of researches that they have. That you know, I don't know if it's a political thing, you know, just to keep money going and you know, the the charities rolling or whatever the case may be to develop that money for research. For I don't know. But I do know to pose the question, you know, does anybody out there believe that uh, cancer, re, uh, the people that does research on cancer, is it a fraud? And, and, and in the second hour here, we'll be talking about in line with that, do you think that our judicial system is a fraud? Do you think that they victimize uh, their, their, uh, the people that come through that system, and do you think that they are being falsely accused? I'm sure there's some that do, uh, do do wrong and deserve to be accused of what they do. But then, you know, for those that are being falsely accused uh, and then happen to cope with that abuse of being falsely accused, you know, definitely um, I pose the question again. Do you think that the court system victimizes people, especially if they're innocent? And in lieu of what we just got finished talking about where Ms. Hauser, Mrs. Hauser, she uh, left the country, and now the courts is getting involved in it for whatever the the, the the plaintiff that came into the courtroom and stated about her that made that judge say, get a search warrant out or get a warrant out for her arrest and put that child into a foster care and we're going to make sure that we do an examination on that kid. And I'm saying... As a part of asking, do you think that the court system victimizes people, whether it's about this or any other conversation on this, 
uh, call in. This is the second half, and we're talking about the court system. Um, one question that I do want to ask you, uh, uh, Lardy, Miss Clardy. Now, as well as you being an activist and and you you know the founder of Families and Victims of Fraud, as well as an expert on fraud, you are also a ordained minister. So, my question to you is, from a religious standpoint, let's not talk about the natural cure stuff. Let's say you was one of those type a a religious uh, people that you strongly b- believe in prayer as as opposed to uh in any type a any type of professional medical remedy uh well, the only thing to say to that is is I believe in common sense, not everybody has it right you know prayer is good if you don't know who you are. When you're praying for something to happen, to me, praying for something to happen means that you are asking a a being that's all powerful to give, to bring in or impute into you a strength to go do something that is going to benefit something. And with common sense, if you know who you are in the prayer, who you asking to have something done. You will get up after you got finished with that prayer and go get it done because he that is in you is greater than he is in the world. And so common sense would drive you to do what you got to do. That uh, sounds uh, sounds like a fair enough uh, answer. As far as, you know, the, the judicial system, I personally think that what they do in the uh, uh to uh miss miss Co- uh colleen hauser uh i i think what they do- doing is wrong i i feel they have uh no right this woman doesn't have a history of uh, abusing her child and putting it in the microwave oven like you hmm. hear so many uh other stories of uh uh bad parents and stuff this this is a woman who who uh Raised your son right? Yeah. Be, be, because or, or really care about that child to try other alternatives other than that that is what's being forced on her and her family to just accept. Like that's the only alternative she has. And, uh, you know, again, my fight is why does the court have to go as far as taking on the accusations that's being said against her to issue a warrant and then to split the family up in order to find out if that child needed oncologist to do an invest or or a, an examination to see if it if he really needs chemotherapy right and i was saying before that I pulled this small article off of the Internet by Bill Ronan. He's a state-licensed psychotherapist, and he says, coping with false abuse accusations and America's court system victimization. And as I read this to you, I'll read it 
a little bit at a time, and we will go on a break and then, you know, and talk about something else. But we're going to get back on this because ultimately the court system is the highest authority here on land. It's their last word, and whatever happens is whatever happens. So it says here, he says here, your feelings are normal and natural. Even though they seem unusual, victims, families, and friends may feel overwhelmed by their reactions to crime. Shock, numbness, denial, disbelief, fear, anger, guilt, distrust, frustration, and loneliness are realities victims must face. There is no right or wrong way to feel. Family members who have been victimized experience unique emotions at varying points in their recovery. And he said a mouthful there. I can test to that. You may be filled with disbelief about the incident. The shock and loss of control over life and personal safety may leave victims very confused. Anger is a common reaction. Victims often feel angry at the false accuser and the prejudicial justice system that backs and protects them. The disruption in their life, the criminal justice system, and even towards those closest to the victim. Now, getting that back to Mrs. Hauser, how she must feel, you know, about this judge, this judicial system that has made the decision to separate her child from her and the family and then to put out a warrant against her. And whatever that those doctors said against her in lieu saying they're protecting the child, it could very well be, but then again, who knows? But how could that woman feel at this point? How can what what is she feeling? I am into that part. Well, it sounds like she feels alone. Mm-hmm. She feels empty. Keep, uh, keep you know again, Marty Miss Clardy, uh, and and my and my grandmother uh, uh, who is still alive on my dad's side. She grew up on a farm. I mean, when you when you grow up in an agriculture uh, world, you 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 shy away from uh, city type stuff. And, and, and you know, this is city type stuff. The judicial system is uh, giving her. So you know, when you when, when you're in an isolated area like a uh, farm, you you're definitely ain't use of anybody being into your personal business. Well, of course. So when you have when you have someone like the judicial system of all come, people, of all people. Uh, come come at you and telling you what you should or should not uh, do, do you 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 know uh, at this point, Colleen Hauser is telling the judicial system to go to hell. Well, uh, uh, you know, saying it, you know, less of better words. That's exactly, and and she's angry. I'm sure she's angry about what she's going through and that there's no telling what the husband is feeling. So we go on to finish the read where 
Bill Ronan, a state licensed psychotherapist, says, try to direct the anger where it belongs, at the offending laws such as the VAWA, the USCIS policies and prejudicial systems that promote such unconstitutional unfairness. Talking can be a useful method to release these feelings. And for the reason why I got this forum called the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show to stand up, speak up, and speak out because that's one of the most important things that you must do in order to release those feelings. He's also saying grief, sorrow, abandonment by those they thought were here to protect them, like the police and the judicial system, and depression frequently follows loss and injury, even a property that is of value. Grief and sorrow can last for a lengthy period of time. Be patient and know that what victims are feeling is okay because the judicial system, the police, and all of those that are involved in taking you in, ripping you off, and taking everything you got, I'm sure they... They they reflect it. They reflect on it, but because of politics, special interest money are 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 one of the basics to ignore other people's emotions and things that they're feeling to have that denial of justice in any kind of manner, and so. With that, I still say, even as myself have been involved in the judicial system and where they have taken everything I own, a house, they done took driver's license, CDLs, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, and I'm fighting. I'm like, I'm pissed off because you're accusing me of something I know I didn't do. These people took my house without due process, and I still can't find nobody to take that case. I'm still got it on the billboard. And then not here, just so recently, they just took my license, my daughter's license, my CDLs, on a false accusing of having an accident that never happened so that another insurance client could, 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 could do a, an insurance fraud to collect to get his car fixed. You know, I mean, it is outrageous about what the judicial system, the law enforcement, and all these people will do to hold your, to suppress your feelings and make you feel like you're nobody. And this is the way that they, this lady said, forget you. We're going out of the country, and I'm going to find another cure for my child. And just like she's fighting, we must fight on those battles that are most important and that have value. We have a caller on the line. And we would like to hear what this caller has to say. 
And if there's anyone else that is out there that would like to uh, have something to say, um, call in at 347-884-8684. Hello? Oh, wait a minute. Just one second. I had you on, and now you went off. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just one second. Anyone in the Sleepy Eye um, uh, Minnesota area uh, that wants to weigh in uh, on this topic, please call in at 347-884-8684. That's 347-884-8684. And, you know, we'll we'll, we'll definitely uh, get with you, uh, uh, caller, uh, very shortly. You, you're on the air. Uh, you're on the air? Four three three. Hi. How are you doing? We're glad to hear you. Thank you. Well, tell us what you think. I think you're absolutely correct. We had the same problem a couple months ago. A guy stole my credit card. He started buying like massive porno movies. You know. Oh really? And and so did you take this thing to court? Yes, I tried to, but see, the problem was that I actually kept a couple of the porno movies for myself. Yeah. Okay, keep going. <laughs> okay, well, we lost that caller. Yeah, we lost that caller. He tried. He said something about porno flicks, even though we don't have anything to do with that. You know, the point is, is that I guess he had something to say and that now he's off the air. If there's anybody else that's out there that would like to have something to say on this subject of the victimization of our court system or coping with false accusations, which it can be abusive by our system to use to hold us back and to take everything from us. So we're going to go further and we're going to talk about how guilt is normal. And they say, and, and Mr. Bill Runnan, again, we're talking about this state licensed psychotherapist that is stating about guilt is normal. Victims often second-guess themselves, saying, I should have, if I only had. No one chooses to become a victim, but many victims feel responsible for what happened. Victims are not to be blamed for the crime. The criminal who is currently rewarded with a green card and a judicial system that condones and supports it is at fault. Fear is hard to evade. Crime supported by our government and the judicial system is sudden, unexpected, and frequently life-threatening. I can attest to that because taking my home and then locking all the doors up by way of changing each lock and putting the sticks in the window where I can't get in to get my personal items that I work very, very hard for, and now I can't even get in to get them. It landed me straight into the hospital. 
So five whole days. Wow. And so I can attest that it is life-threatening because it throws you into a serious depression. It throws you into serious level of of, of low self-esteem that hardly you can't even get out of, and especially when you try to go back into the system and you try to fight about it and you still can't get nothing. It's absurd. And I feel as though that this lady, whether she's right or wrong, she's getting her second opinion, which that should be the right of every person that goes see a doctor for, like you said, Brother Blondie, for a life-threatening disease. Well, this is one of the situations... One of the reasons even why, a third, don't let me forget, even a third and a fourth, whatever it takes to to make you feel comfortable that whether you can get the cure differently or not, but you but every individual need to have that right. I mean, well, you you you, you have to keep in mind, Lardy Miss Clardy, the judi- the judicial system picks their battles, and they pick certain battles that. They want to make a mockery or, you know, use an example like, you know. Oh, like, yeah, like use a, the example. Uh, 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 lately, Lardy, Miss Clardy, you've been hearing the judicial system and PETA talking about Michael Vick and and you have uh, animal rights activist groups uh, co- complaining about, you know, uh, the, the judicial system and how, and, and, and how they want to show favoritism and, and you know, hurt. Uh, someone like like Michael Vick on a, a case of uh, dog fighting, and and you have organizations like PETA who wants to team up with uh, the, the corrupt uh, judicial system for the the uh, right of uh, of animals. And my question to uh, uh, PETA is, well, if you so hell bent on animal rights and and you know the uh, safety of a dog. Then why and and want to protest the NFL games where Michael Vick could be playing? Then why are you also then? Why won't you uh, uh, protest those horse races, the the Kentucky Derby, the uh, Bill Moss sweepstakes, which in, in in which not only do they abuse those horses, but when those horses get old and tired, not only do they put them to sleep, they slaughter them up and use them horses as the main ingredient to make, as we call, dog food. Okay, and although he went all the way over to the left lane to get the point across that if they can find ways to allow animals to have rights and, 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 and work hard for those rights to be literally uh, enforced, then you would think that, uh, when a person, a false accuser, come into jail, I mean, come into the um, judicial system and make an accusation, and a person can prove without a shadow of a doubt that this is a false statement, that they should enforce the law against that accuser, but instead it goes against the defendant that is trying to defend his right of not to be falsely accused, which this is considered a victimization 
from the person's point of view that has been, that, that have been uh, that have been denied the right of justice, and I feel that if there's anybody out there that hears what I am talking about and got something to say that might have happened to you this way, because we're not off the subject dealing with Miss Hauser and her child and where the judicial system have come in to uh, to have the last say, but I'm also reading in, you know, to bring into a closer view how victimization and fraud, which is lies, can fall, uh, victimize and cause physical and psychological reactions that take a long time for a person to get over. And as Bill Ronan, who I was reading this article from, which is a state-licensed psychotherapist, he is stating that, you know, the frequently all of what uh, what is done by these accusers and then by our judicial system, these are sudden, unexpected, and frequently life-threatening to the victim. Once victims have experienced crime supported by our government and the judicial system, it may be difficult for them to feel safe. And I can agree with that because no one feels safe when a government or a judicial system or a or law enforcement have that kind of clout to uh, run and muck on the on the people in their communities and allow allow them to feel as though they have no one to protect them, uh, no one to be on their side to hear their side of the story and get a complete judgment, uh, a wise judgment, because judges are supposed to be wise people. Their interpretation not goes as far as just the law itself, but it's supposed to be a judgment, wise judgment, and I feel as though that as putting myself out here to say that I understand what victimization is all about, I understand what being falsely accused, which is a fraud, is all about, and being lied on and lied to and lied against, I know about these things, and 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 I also know about even though if the truth be exposed and the person admits to the, the, the wrong that has been done to me or anybody else, somehow, just like when they took my house where uh, attorney said right flat to the uh, panel in the appellate court area, we know that we didn't give her any notices but deny the case anyway. And I had a witness that was with me to hear what was being said, and I waited four months. And in four months, they had granted uh, their wish for the case to be um, dismissed anyway. Um, and, it's, and, it's, and it's ridiculous. And so we go on to read, it may be difficult for them to feel safe, said Bill Ronan. Victims may face fears of staying at home, 
leaving home or trusting anyone, with the passing of time, these fears will lessen if we actively pursue the abolishment of all laws that discriminate and allow criminals the ability to use our judicial system for their own ends. And that is the bottom of the fact right there. That's the beginning and the end of facts. They do it for their own ends. And although that they do these things, the judicial system lets them get away with it. And we cannot allow that to happen. And as I sit and and reflect over this article with Ms. Hauser and her son and what they are facing because she chose to find an alternative remedy to help cure or to lessen the the the, the side effects or whatever her son is going through um and that she's being held uh, accountable for using her judgment whether she knows something and they don't know anything to go and leave the country in order for her son to have a a cure or a, or another alternative rather than chemotherapy. I, I just think that right should be given her if that's what she chooses to do. And those that went to court to... Uh, to, to stop her or to get her back here, uh, you know, for the sake of the child, you know, they have their reasons why they did what they did, whether it's to protect that child themselves. But I still feel as though that they should at least allow her that right to have a choice in the matter to get an opinion or another opinion until she's satisfied, and if she's not satisfied, she will do the right thing because she's trying to do the right thing now. I just think that the courts were a little, were a little. Uh, I'm just wondering would the judicial system harsh had even pushed the envelope to and per se. Let's say if if Britney Spears chose the alternative, would would then the judicial system make her? Uh, uh, take one of her sons to for a, a chemotherapy because you know when when you talk about uh, Lardy Miss Clardy the uh, fraudulent judicial system we always got to talk about the dollars and cents uh, of of the aspect because you know they always going to show favoritism and look out for the rich as as well as uh, as as well as you know anybody who has uh fi- financial uh, a- uh aspects like you know donating lots of dollars to their campaign so uh they they can get elected and so so you know they uh the the uh, politicians the judges uh the the uh judicial system they 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 they're going to look out uh for uh, one of their own and and, and you know the uh, the hell with the uh, working class uh, uh, people who who actually works hard, who who actually does uh, uh, look out for their uh, uh, child. You we 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 hear uh, Wendy and do so many stories on on you know how how parents are are abandoning their, their children and 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 how they're they're abusing abusing their children were in a case of 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 Miss Miss Colleen Hauser 
You she's she's looking out for the best interests of her son. She's she's looking for uh, alternatives. This this woman truly loves and cares uh, for uh, for for her son, and 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 my heart goes out to the uh, uh, father because you know he 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 don't have a clue. He, he he's not going to get a call from her because because I'm sure it's, I'm I, I'm sure all of his phones are tapped and uh, 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 all those uh, I mean I'm sure the phones are tapped. You you know where where is she calls? They try to know where he's at and all all that type of stuff. Uh, well, you know I, I think that uh, I, we're going to talk more about this victimization going on in our court systems and what a false accusers are are doing to abuse the rights of the innocent in order to gain their ends of what it is they're trying to meet. Um, we're going to talk more about this. We'll probably bring this on to the on next Saturday to uh to talk more about the judicial system because it's really important that we get this out here because Mr. Bill Ronan, who is a state licensed psychotherapist, he is giving, you know, some some serious um, uh, information about what he has uh, encountered with people that come to him because of false accusers and the court system, you know, because you got false accusers all the time. And what it does to you here in your mind, you know, somebody telling you or telling you you done done something and you know you ain't done nothing but try to do the right thing, and then they go in the court system and tell that lie, and the court system just takes and, 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 and accept it and deem the innocent to be guilty, denial of justice, all the way around. And we're going to be right back. we got 30 minutes left into the show. If you have any uh, comments about what we have talked about today, you can call in at 347-884-8684. Again, 347-884-8684. We'll be right back.
Miss Quality Blog Talk Radio Show. I'm your co-host, uh, uh, Brother Blondie. Yeah. You just uh, heard the 1998 sounds of Keith Washington featuring Kelly Price, and I can tell you how I love you, baby, the way you make me smile. And boy, Lordy, Miss Quality, we got plenty to smile about with this update here. But not after until we finish this last little bit that I want to say before I Take it to what's happening right here in Columbus, Ohio, where Brother Blondie is going to bring some crazy news about something wonderful happening here. I said it's crazy, but you don't hear us laughing today. We always laughing at something, but today was pretty serious. You know, of course, we're not what you call news reporters or anything, but definitely, you know, we got something to talk about, which is victimization and fraud. That's what we do, whether we fight in the power or whether we fight in fraud and victimization. And when light is right, get back, we will have that other third party. But until then, 
you know, we got to do what we got to do. So I am going to say for next Saturday, I want to reconvene about the court system and their victimization against innocent people and also where those false accusers are able to come into court and falsely accuse you of something, no matter if you got uh, the evidence to prove it, that they, that they get the right to uh, win the case and you go uh, stripped without nothing. So um, if you are interested in that particular segment, it will be talked about and talked on at that particular time on Saturday of next week, okay, at 6 p.m. So be there or be square. And you can give us your comments about that too. And, uh, and we will talk more uh, on what this psychotherapist have to say about coping with false abuse accusations and American court system victimization because this is going to be an interesting piece. We'll have more uh, on that subject at that time, which will be next Saturday at 6 p.m. So stay tuned and uh, get on the air and get involved. Brother Blondie, take it from here. Well, you know, uh, uh, one of the things that has put a smile on uh, a lot of African-Americans' faces in Columbus, Ohio, for the first time in 35 years, uh, uh, coming uh, this coming Monday on uh, Memorial Day, the great old-fashioned Lincoln Theater is back. Yeah, buddy, and it's back. They got it. They got it decked out in this colorful ISIS from Egypt. This uh, what is this? ISIS it, is it, the, uh, it, um, the, the the Egyptian queen. Yeah. ISIS. They got this. They got this theater decked out. Uh, they rebuilt this theater. Um, they're saying that this theater was built in 1928. So you know it's pretty historical here in Columbus, Ohio, and. Um, I mean, it's beautiful in there. Well, I can't wait to put on my sandals and my Egyptian stuff. I'm going to book the theater there. Watch me. Watch me. And when I do, I'm going to have it on the radio. Oh, well, well you know, as, as as far as, you you know, the Lincoln Theater, you you know, one of the opening acts is uh, Maurice Hines, the uh, uh, brother of uh, tap dancing uh, great the late uh, Gregory Hines. Uh, he, he's ecstatic. In fact, his... His show is uh, uh, sold out, and and I'm sure a lot of, uh, a lot of you older folks want to see Bobby Blue Bland next uh, <laughs> next Friday. Oh yeah, you know as he uh, as he jams it up like like always when he uh, uh, comes to uh, Columbus. I can't remember you know too much of the Lincoln as a uh, child growing up because remember I was. I was only six years old when they uh, when they closed down the uh, theater. Hey, that was that was Bruce Lee back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the top. Bruce Lee was the top movie for yeah. the Lincoln Theater. I had one time. I think I went in there twice, I, and, and when I went in there, they was yeah. always showing the flick on Bruce Lee. Yeah. So that's how historical it has been. How historic? How history has. Lot of uh, lot of uh, Broadway plays, you know, uh, uh, 
uh, children's choirs. I, mm-hmm. choirs. I think you have a Harlem, uh, uh, a, a choir out of Harlem that's that, that's coming uh, uh, next uh, next week. It should be uh, nice. And, 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 and you know the thing that I like about the uh, uh, re- revitalization of the uh, uh, Lincoln Theater, you you know it's 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 major uh, uh, positives. Uh, having fun now. Now you know. Keep, keep in mind when we uh, uh, think of the Lincoln Theater, is uh, you you know it's going to be different. Uh, yes, uh, this is open, heartwarming uh, for you know African Americans, but I must. Warn the young, the uh, younger uh, generation. You won't find T Pain or Young Chuck or <laughs> or those or, or, or those or those type rap artists uh, performing in the uh, uh, Lincoln. This is more of a flavor of of jazz, of blues, or or, or you know that neo sound, that neo soul type sound. You know what I'm saying? You know we and while we're sitting here reflecting on the 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 Lincoln Theater, we got a caller that just come in. And um, we're willing to let this caller have something to have it. Let this caller have something to say. Eight zero nine three. Are you on the air? You're on the air. You can say what you will. Um, how y'all doing? Um, my name is James. I'm calling from Brooklyn. And, uh, hi, James. How you doing? How you doing, brother? We good. Good man. You know, thank God. Just trying to keep my head above the water in this uh, bad economy we got going on, you know. Yeah, yeah we sure. definitely do have that. Yeah, but but on top of that, um, with the, the victimization that I'm dealing with uh, is child support. Um, mm-hmm. It's amazing how New York is like one of the states, the main states, are very very hard. When it comes to child support, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, yeah, I think that that's over here in Columbus, Ohio, as well. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Well, oh, most know. definitely. Yeah. What 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 is going on? Is the court system uh, allowing those false accusers that's a false that's falsifying information to get away with it? while you uh, while you go down the drain? Is this what's happening? Is the court system denying you the justice to be heard? Right. Exactly. And, it, and, and it's crazy. Um. Because when you go, because a lot of people uh, don't know, you have to really, in order to get some type of justice, you have to stand up. And I'm not one to take one line. Absolutely. I go out there and I read the law, and um, I've studied some of the law, and I've talked to different. That's lawyers. exactly what you're supposed to do. Yes, and um, but you know when I when you go to deal with these people, they really have desensitized these people that work in these offices mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the point where these people are very belligerent and nasty with you. They don't know the situation. You know, They don't even know of uh, the deal of why they're there. Not now. Hold on. Right. Hold on. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And it's crazy. You try to talk to these people, um, and, you know, they, they shut me down on the phone. I went to the office a couple of times, and they shut me down. Um, right. It's crazy. You can't and you can't get no results. You really can't get no results. Um, you know, cause, because of how they get. Well, I'm gonna say how they don't want to deal with you. You know. And and that's the truth. I mean, I was just reading uh, an article that came from a psychotherapist. His name is uh, Bill Ronan. He's a licensed psychotherapist. And he was talking about how coping with false abuse accusations and American court system victimization. 
And, you know, this is can be in any area because we just got finished talking about, you know, this mother that uh, felt that she needed to, to leave, leave the state, go in hiding because the doctors were forcing her to have her child to go into uh, chemotherapy. And she was like, forget that. I'm going to go and find another cure. I've been giving my child natural remedies, and he's feeling fine perhaps, and I'm going to go across the country to go and look for another alternative other than here. And the judge has, well, somebody, one of the doctors have decided to go and and tell the judicial system, the judges, and whatever they said that she is, an unfit mama, whatever this is, this judge decides to go and give, put out a warrant and also ordering for her son to be taken from her and put into a foster home. And this is just based off of what the accuser is saying. Because, right, and so I can understand what you're saying when you talk about the, the, the child support system People, you know, from child, uh, the child service system and how the judicial system listens to the accuser that's accusing you of a, th- right. of a thing, right. and you can't even get her because they done already done bought what they had to say and sold you out. And, you know, I, I did say this, that we're going to have this conversation again come Saturday, next Saturday, because I'm always on the show every Saturday, me and Brother Blondie. Brother Blondie is my co-host, and my name is Lardy Miss Flardy. And we're going to be talking about this some more, about the victimization of how our court system do people that don't even get heard and listen to these accusers, and they could be lying out their neck. Yes, yes, they could. Yes, they And so, right, and so for the reason why I want to continue this, I'm not finished reading this this article because it's a, a pretty it's a it's a pretty lengthy article, but you know there's things in here that show what happened to people like us, common people that are 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 needing to be heard another side to the story. And we're being shut down. And, you know, they're just going to believe the accuser, no matter what it is. I just got finished talking about my own world, you know, what happened to me with the judicial system. And I believe that this particular type of uh, issue needs to be addressed because more of us need to stand up, speak up, and speak out. Brother Blondie, you got anything to say to, to, to this gentleman about this? Yes, uh, in terms of your uh, child support uh, situation, is the situation where uh, DNA says you're not the father, yet they ordering you to pay child support anyway? No, it's not. That's not the situation. The situation is it's my child. I've taken uh-huh. care of my child, but, you know, from bitterness or for whatever reason, uh, the child's mother decided to take me to court for child support. So I'm paying arrears on uh, two cases, and then I'm paying forward child support on one. But it's okay. not that the issue is in my voice and me being heard, and I have to survive. 
and they're taking almost two hundred dollars out of my check weekly, and and it, it leaves me with just enough money to pay my rent, and barely enough money to you know for coffee to get to work and to eat for the rest of the week. Now we not absolutely even they're about not caring about food. what no, you're going care. through. Right, and so my thing is when you call or you go to deal with these people to tell them your situation, it's like they mm-hmm. don't even want to hear it. And, you know, they, they, they sit there and, you know, I've had some of them, well, I have to verify this information. I said, what do you have to verify? I gave you all my information. And then you try to tell them, you know, and they, and they just talk around and then they, then they try to, like, they try to, like, um, uh, uh, project and make it seem like you getting belligerent, but you know, really they're provoking you. I'm like, listen, I'm trying to oh, explain. Of course. You, you acting like you don't understand, or so I'm, you know, and now you're going to sit here and tell me, no, sir, you're going to do this and you're going to cut me the cowards on the phone, sir, if you don't stop me. I said, I'm not getting nasty. I'm trying to make you understand something, but you're trying to send this conversation one way. And it's crazy how they desensitize these people, and I really believe they have done that because these people get in here. And, and it's like they have no feelings. Like, I'm here to explain to you my situation. You're supposed to be uh, unbiased. You're supposed to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, not prejudiced. So so what is what is the problem? Like, I'm explaining to you that something's wrong. I mean, the last time I went down there, I clearly showed where they got, where they overcharged me money. The guy, I mean, he literally act like he did not hear or understand me at all. And he just totally went around, oh, no, sir, this is what the judge, no, you can't tell me what the judge ordered. I was in the court. I know what the judge ordered. But you, you understand they're not trying to hear it, you know? And, and, and you know what? I want you to come back on to the show next Saturday so that we can zoom this up because you're not the only one that's going through that, sir. I went through that as a woman where they took my baby and gave it to the man, which was his daddy, uh, and made me pay child support. Yes. And I had, and, and then I had to walk uh, a probation of five years and pay child support within that five years. And where my job had less than in hours, which means that my paycheck was less, and if when I went to tell them about this, that I can't pay the amount that they're asking for because this has happened, and give me some time to do to get a job to get it together, they took my driver's license. And how the heck is you going to get a job and do any child support, and you're busy setting me up for failure on the, on, on the onset, on you know? How are you going to do that? And so and I understand people, exactly what you're saying. And, you know, I don't mean to cut, but, you know, it's crazy. Again, my thing is the child has to be taken care of and the child is <laughs> taken care of. But That's however, right. I should not be paying to live in two, to, I should not be paying for two homes when I'm only living in one home. Well, uh, and that's something that needs to be addressed. And yeah, so exactly. we're willing to take you, we're willing to take you and bring you on to next Saturday show at 6 p.m. Yes, and let's start with yes. you. Will you come back? Yes, ma'am. What time do you come on? I come on at 6 o'clock, and then I have a two-hour, two hours of show. And okay. if you have anybody else that's going through something similar, yeah. have them to come on the show with you and let's talk about it and have that debate. And uh, yes, uh, maybe, one more. Maybe we can uh, also, uh, go, go ahead. Finish what you were saying. Yeah, yeah maybe, uh, maybe we can all 
you know, you know, through networking and talking about this, maybe we can all give each other some, you know, some some inspiration or some guidance. You understand what I'm saying? Because we deal right. with this, like you said, the victimization is it, it, it's not just uh, limited to the courtrooms, but it's, it's the Absolutely. a lot of times it is it's the people, uh, these people that's uh, running the courtrooms, the court officers, the judges. You understand what I'm saying? These people I agree. They are not unbiased like they should be. They are not. You know, uh, non-prejudiced like they should be. These people are very prejudiced. You know, I've had a, uh, I had a woman judge, um, and I walked in the courtroom, and, and, and right away she was yelling and screaming at me, and I'm like, wow, you don't even know my situation. They and they judge you so fast. Well, this is what I'm gonna say. Um, we only got but seven minutes left on the on the show. Oh. I wish that you would have been. Yeah, on the I, show I, from the beginning. Yeah. Oh yeah, you but know. No, don't but week, I'm waiting for you to right come up. on. Yeah, yes, I'm, at I'm, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, yeah. okay, yes, we can start the show off with you. If you know any others that are going through let similar situations, let them know. Come on to the show. Let's have a powwow. Uh, and uh, uh, one more uh, quick factor. You are calling from uh, Brooklyn. Uh, to, you, you know, uh, Columbus, Ohio, and Brooklyn, New York, we are in the exact same uh, uh, Eastern time, time zone. So it's right. not only six o'clock our time, but it's six o'clock your time, uh, yep, my brother. Got you. Yep. Um, I am going to. Uh, I, I am asking you to make sure that you come back. No, no, I because will. Because we're going to talk about this. Yes, next yes, week. Yes, yes, because maybe, and I'm going to get some people. Um, I have a friend that has her own show. I'm going to get her to come, um, and I know some other people, and we can all sit down and powwow. And maybe we could come to something <laughs> where we could kind of guide <laughs> Absolutely. Know, or, yeah, or, you Absolutely. Know, or even, exactly, because that's what, you know, I had to learn talking about things. It helps, you know. That's right, and it does. And, again, that it goes back to this small article that I was just reading about where the psychotherapist is saying that you have to talk about it in order to heal from the thing. And if you ain't got no forum where you're able to speak out on these things, how you gonna get how you gonna get healed from it? Right. You know, so um, so uh, we we want you to come back. Don't forget that next no, no, I'm Saturday. Gonna, I'm gonna put a note right here by my laptop. Saturday All right. At 6 I'm gonna put a note right here. Saturday. Saturday, Saturday at six p.m. Right, yeah. and you got the call in number. This is a, and then you, the same number. Yeah, the, the call is the same number you just called in on three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. And if you got any th- comments that you want to say, even yeah, after the show, you can you can contact us at www.familiesandvictimsoffraud.com uh, mm-hmm. and brother blondie at hotmail.com. Okay, Brother Blondie. And, right. Okay. And circulate this because we're going to talk about this judicial system next week. Yes, it's ma'am. coming. It's coming. We, I want to deal with that. And we appreciate you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for letting me speak. You're welcome. And please come back. you got more to say. Bring the rest of the host. Yeah, trust me. I got come it. Back Bring the back the host. Yeah. Yes, sir, I got it. So y'all take care. It was good talking to y'all. And it's good it's talking, good to, talking you to you, too. too, brother. All right. Have a good evening and a good weekend. No, I All will. right. I will.
God bless you. Go all. ahead. Thank you. We we will see you next week, Saturday. Well, uh, you, you you know that uh, brother you uh, has some very strong points. And, Absolutely. And, and, and you know, obviously we about uh, child support too. Oh. Yeah. He's going through. See, 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 a lot of people can relate, Lardy, Miss Clardy, to your uh, personal situation. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, I can't fake. I can't fake it. You know that there is a, 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 a predator out there that is out to victimize and false accuse you at any point in time. The whole idea is just. What type of mindset you're going to have? Oh, yes. And now that we're down to three minutes of the remaining, and we just had a, a, a caller that come on to speak his piece, what we're going to do is just go on ahead and oh, yeah. do our music. Oh, yeah. No, and, uh, this, this is Brother Blondie saying good, good night to everybody. Much much love to us. Uh, uh, Brooklyn. Close with a song. And, Much and, love. And I will leave uh, leave the rest of the audience tonight with Angie Stone and Brother. Peace and love, everybody. See you Saturday, 6 p.m. next week.